Three, two, one. You are listening to the Launch Mission Podcast. Preparing students for liftoff on the journey to life after high school. With your host, author and founder of the Launch Mission Ministry, Tommy McGregor. So how does a teenager with visible growth in his faith struggle to the point of declining in maturity once he leaves home after high school graduation? So buckle your seatbelt. And make sure your tray table is in its upright position because it is time for the Launch Mission Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Launch Mission Podcast. I'm really glad you're here. So today we're going to hear from the last of the three college student testimonies. And like the others, this is a great conversation. But before we get into that, let me give you a preview of what's to come on the podcast as we begin to wrap up this semester and move into uh, the spring of your graduation season. So next week is the last episode of the fall, and the way I like to do the last episode is to provide five or six best practices, best pieces of advice, if you will, um, to let them serve as a recap episode, just in case you miss something. And then the podcast will take off for the Christmas holidays and then come back with another stretch of episodes this spring from January to May. And this set of episodes will feature the differences between high school and college, and we will include conversations with college professors and campus ministry leaders and other experts on topics that you will need to learn before starting college. And I I hope that you'll tune back in, and I hope that you'll spread the word to everybody that you know that is facing this last semester of of high school and about to prepare for graduation and life after high school this summer. The Launch Mission Podcast is sponsored by VisionWise Career and Organizational Development, helping you go from where you are to who you are called to be. For more, go to visionwisecareer.com. So as I said today, my interview is with a guy that uh, I've known since he was in high school, which is different from the other two. The other two I didn't know, but this guy I've known for a while, known as family. Um, this, this, uh, This guy is the life of the party and the light of the world. And I want to emphasize that because you can totally be both the life of the party and the light of the world. And so you just feel good when you're with this guy. And I hope that you all know someone like him, because when you're talking to him, you just you just know that um, that there's something different about this guy. So I'm talking about my friend, Will Aaron. Will is a senior at Auburn University in high school. He was a star athlete and then he went to junior college to play baseball and he did that for two years. After two years, he transferred to Auburn to be just a student, and he um, has never looked back. So I hope that you'll enjoy this interview with Will Aaron from Auburn University on the Launch Mission Podcast. The Launch Mission Podcast. 
Hey, Will. Welcome to the Launch Mission Podcast, man. I'm really excited to uh, have this conversation with you. So uh, tell tell us, uh, introduce yourself to everybody listening and who you are and where you go to school and all those things. All right. What's up, guys? My name is Will Aaron, originally from Montgomery. I'm currently a senior here at Auburn University and uh, know Mr. Tommy for a little bit. And so I'm excited to be on uh, the Launch Mission Podcast today. Yes, absolutely. So I, uh, like like you just said, I, I knew you when you were in high school and, and even before that. And so I want to ask you about high school. Um, tell us a little bit about your life in high school, um, your faith, your friends, uh, just the things that you valued then, um, the activities you were involved in. Just kind of give us a snapshot of who you were in high school. Well, the Will Aaron in high school was, I would say, it was, he was the kind of a guy that wanted to be involved in, in everything. Uh, that was with playing as many sports as I could, being um, in every activity that I could, uh, school activity and church activity. Uh, high school was just like a really fun time. And I used high school um, as a time to pretty much go ahead and start making relationships that I knew would last until now. And uh, luckily for me, those relationships from where I went to church in high school are still um, active today, where me and those five guys still do everything together. Um, that was my biggest probably takeaway from being involved in high school was not only being involved, but being involved with the people that you, you know, bring you closer to God. And that that's just how it, how it played out. And, you know, if I could relay that to any high school senior right now is this is the perfect time before you get to college go ahead and find those four to five buddies um, that bring you closer to God and not away from God and use those people as kind of like a, a safety net and accountability group um, going into college. And it'll just make the transition so much smoother. I promise. Yeah, absolutely. Will. Um, what did you do in high school uh, either formally or, or just kind of casually to prepare for um life outside of high school in your faith and in community? So it was probably, I'd say, February of my senior year. So that was right before COVID happened, um, which we had no idea that that was about to happen, is when I decided I was going to school at a junior college down in Andalusia, Alabama, um, where I go to where I went to high school. Most everybody, you know, goes to Auburn, Alabama, Sanford, I I was not going to those schools because I wanted to um, keep playing baseball. And so I was trying to um, think and figure out ways to use myself in a smaller town, not going where I would know a lot of people. And so if I go back to my first statement about making relationships, I kind of had to, in a way, make new relationships, find new friends and make those relationships that would, would last. And so being in Andalusia, um, I tried to quickly figure out ways to get involved. Most of my time was um, taken up with baseball and baseball practice. So I was kind of limited in a way. But we got um, an FCA started at Andalusia, um, which is so cool. Just being a, a freshman, even though it was a two-year school, you didn't have you know older seniors. It was a two-year age group that we were all. And uh, every Wednesday night, we probably averaged about 40 to 50 people. And it was really cool to have, you know, 50 freshmen um, and sophomores, you know, just striving to, uh, you know, get closer and be closer to God. And that was just eye-opening for me. 
to see that if we can do it in a small junior college, I mean, what can we do at a big university like Auburn? Yeah. And it was just, it was, it was just cool to see. So that's what I would say about just getting involved. It, it can be a small group. Like it doesn't have to be 50 people, a hundred people, five people, 10 people, you know, and five grows to 10 and, you know, 10 can make it to 20. So that, that's what I would say about that. Yeah. So you really kind of made two life transitions to college. You know, uh, you made the one from high school to junior college where you were playing baseball and then from junior college to Auburn. Um, so how, so how did you prepare for each of those and how were those, uh, changes? Because I know that they were, they were each different in their own way. Oh yeah, absolutely. So to prepare for, um, a small town, um, and as Andalusia is, I really didn't know how to prepare. Montgomery's not huge, but I just knew that Andalusia was smaller. Um, so honestly, uh, in preparation for Andalusia, I didn't even know what to prepare for. I had no idea. I've never lived um, away from my parents. And we were two hours and 17 minutes away from my house. And so pretty much everything we did, you know, it was on our own. I couldn't, you know, text my parents, hey, I need some help. Like we were all together which that's what brought our team closer together. Like we were all in that, all in the same, in the same boat. And that got us closer um, with, with that. Every Sunday morning, we would leave from Andalusia. It would, we would, it would be either two cars or three cars. And we would caravan all the way to Troy. That was the closest Church of the Highlands campus. And we did that for the whole fall and spring until summer came. And that was just like eye opening. I was like, if, if I if I if we can get twelve college guys who just had a doubleheader um, on Saturday and wake up and be jamming to Chris Tomlin and Toby Mack on the way to Troy at six thirty in the morning, I mean that is just awesome. I think that that's what it's all about is just getting those group of people that are all have one goal in mind, which is get closer to God and uh, and get other people closer to God. And that was that was awesome. So I didn't even know how to prepare for that. It kind of just happened, and so. It was awesome. And then going to Auburn, I also didn't know what to expect because the previous two years before I got to Auburn, you know, it was not like Auburn. Everything was smaller. Um, food was honestly better in Andalusia. But um, <laughs> Auburn is huge. You just – I didn't know. It took me a little bit with the time management part uh, because, like I said earlier, I just like to be involved in everything, do everything. I would – I don't like to say I have a fear of missing out. But I, I think I do have a fear of missing out just because there's so much going on. And um, getting plugged in here, my uncle's a campus pastor here at the Church of the Highlands. So I was super plugged in at first at Church of the Highlands doing the 21 days of prayer, which is just absolutely awesome. And then now currently, you know, ACC, some of my buddies, the pastor, uh, Miles and then Gage, we play some pickleball on the side together and just hearing the messages that um, ACC has on Sunday. It's just like so amazing. Like the amount of college kids there every Sunday, all their events during the week. It is just like absolutely breathtaking. Like God is in Auburn working hmm. like straight up. He is here working as they say, like Jesus wins, like Jesus is winning and he like, he will win. And so it's just the community in Auburn right now, I've never seen it so on fire for Christ. Um, 
the other night. I don't know if you saw this. Um, Unite Auburn had a little banquet at the arena. And after that, there was probably, I'd say, just over a 1,000 people that made a – we walked all the way to the Red Barn when they have this big pond out there. And I think it was calculated just over 200 um, college students getting baptized. And, I mean, Mr. Tommy, it was awesome. Yeah. It was just so awesome. And just like the spirit and energy feels like how it would on a, a Saturday game day every day during the week since, since school was started. Like it is, it is, it is very awesome. So, wow. Yeah, I did see that. And that, that was pretty impressive. Um, so I, I want to ask you about taking two carloads uh, with your uh, baseball friends uh to, to Troy to go to church every week. How did that evolve? Was that just, was that you saying or somebody saying, Hey, let's, let's just go. And others came or how did that work out? Okay. So that started is so 21 days of prayer that church of the Highlands holds. It's twice a year. Um, once at the beginning, like right when school starts and then once at the beginning of the new year. And so me and one of my best friends, um, his name is Lawson Scarborough. We made this, deal together that we would wake up in Andalusia every morning at 4.15, drive from at 4.15 all the way to Troy to make it to the 6 a.m. service every single day. And I think it was the beginning of the third week, so that would have been the 15th day. Uh, we were like, hey, Sunday, the service is at you know 9.45. Let, let's just send a group, chat, uh, group text and see how many people want to go. And we got about nine responses in the matter of like 15 seconds. Like it was just like, oh, dang, let's go. And so with us, you know, being feeling like we need to, you know, not just make it just us two going every day. Let, let's try to, you know, get everybody to come. And so within the first text message, we got about nine to 10 people. And we had to split up that day. We had to take two cars. We could, you know, we don't have a limo. And so we, we almost took the team bus. We almost took the team bus, but uh, we just decided to, to caravan in three cars. And so that that's how it originated, was um, starting with the 21 days of prayer, um, waking up at 4.15 just to make it all the way to Troy. And um, for the next couple of weeks until school's out, that's what we did. Wow. That's, man, what a great, what a, what a great thing, you guys. I mean, just, just thinking about the intentionality of that and, and, and how that affected other people. I love that. Um, so I want to ask you about kind of fears, uh, kind of what was your, and let's, let's think about the, the move from, uh, Juco to Auburn. Uh, what was this? Did you have a moment of, of kind of fear or, uh, I know Will Aaron is rarely lonely, but, um, did you have this moment of like fear or loneliness or something where you're like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm out of my, you know, I'm, I'm kind of out of, um, my norm here. Uh, I would say, um, the transition from LBW down in Andalusia to Auburn, my like first worry was, um, cause I wasn't most, all my friends, you know, are in their fraternities, sororities. And so I, I planned on – I wasn't going to rush as a junior. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to need to just go ahead and find me, you know, a great small group of people that are outside of my normal friend group to get plugged into. So – but also I needed to find, like, the right people that would help lead me. And uh, so that was my, like, I guess 
like you said, I don't, I don't really know. It's kind of, I don't need people, you know. Um, I don't really have like a fear, but I really wanted to find that right small group. Um, and luckily, uh, that fall of my beginning of my junior year, I found a very unique small group. Um, I was of that small group. I think I was the shortest by about a foot. I found myself in the Auburn football team's offensive line small group. Um, found myself there. So it was like me and Webb, kind of, you know, how I am with him. And uh, it was cool. So I got plugged into it from a different aspect um, with that. But, I mean, another fear, uh, I don't really – fears are kind of hard. But I was just – I was kind of worried that um, just the size and everything – would um, kind of lead me away from what I need to be focusing on. Uh, that's prayer, uh, reading my Bible, which I'm currently in James 4 right now. Uh, but that would probably be my biggest fear is just getting led astray. Um, yeah. So you just got to, as a high school senior, you're going to have so much, like a high school senior coming in as a freshman, there's going to be so much thrown at you, so much. You, you have no idea. I didn't think it could be that much, but it really is. But you need, you need to come in as a freshman uh, knowing what your goals are. Um, if you don't come in with any goals, there's no telling. You have to come in with goals. And um, so don't, don't let that be your fear as well is what I would say. Yeah. So how did you, uh, how did you end up with – with the uh, offensive lineman, I mean, because you're not a, you're not on the football team, you're you're not an offensive lineman. If it's you know, it was it uh, kind of a formal group. Did you know some of them already? How did you get in with them? So, me and my uncle were kind of, I guess, co-leading in a way this small group, and he was like, "Hey, I got some um, some football players coming," and so I was like, "All right, well, I'll get some of my." you know, friends to come. Um, those two friends of mine were also just as big. So I didn't realize who we were going to be in a small group with. And, um, we walk in there and I see, you know, this whole table of food and I'm like, uncle Ren, how are we going to eat all this? He's like, just wait, just, just wait. (laughs) And then they all come in here and it was just, it was, it was fun. And then I still talk to those guys today. Um, they were all playing or half of those guys. Uh, still playing uh, this past Saturday against Sanford. So it's cool to get to see them. And it's cool that they, like, still acknowledge somebody, you know, that's not, I guess, considered a athlete, you know. So it was very cool. It was very cool. That That's how I got plugged in. We all just signed up for the same, the same group. So it was cool. Yeah. So here's what I'm hearing. And, and like I said at the beginning, I knew you in high school, and, and I knew um, – you know, the type of guy that you are, uh, you, uh, you, you know who you are and you, um, you jump into everything, you know, full force. And, and that's one of the things that I and everybody else love about you. Um, but what, as I hear you, I, you know, this, I, I've been doing this a long time and I've known a lot of high school and college students and I've known a lot more than not. I've known a lot of, of, of high school kids that were as sharp and as leader oriented and as outgoing and as um, mature as you were in high school, um, go to college and, 
not continue to grow and mature in their faith and not uh, the first week or first couple weeks get half their team to go to, to drive two hours to go to church and not uh, come into a new school, a new large university and start teaching, uh, co-teaching a Bible study to uh, your peers. I mean, I, they're, that that's that's very unique and and so i want you um if you can um to talk about you know just this idea of being secure in who you are and being confident enough to continue being yourself once you go to high school because in i mean once you go to college because in high school you're you know you're Everybody by the time their senior year, I mean, they're 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 pretty much locked in on on their friend group and and their their church or their you know they kind of know who they are within high school. But then they go to college and they 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 feel like they got to reinvent themselves or they feel like they've got to kind of be somebody they're not to fit in. But you didn't do that, and so um, can you talk about that and kind of the thought process that went through that and and the the um, just the the value of of being yourself and continuing as you go to college. Absolutely. So, like you said, um, I think going from you know a high school as a senior to a big university, whether it's a really big university or just like a you know your average size, I think. If, and from what I have seen, is uh, people try to fit in so much that like you said, they change their whole personality. Uh, they try to change like who they are. And so I, I knew, like I said, I made a goal. I was like, you know, there's no, there's no reason and need to change who you are because if you're, if you're in the word, you know that you were made, you know, wonderfully made, like exactly how you're supposed to. Like Jesus made you to be who you are for a reason. Uh, we, we might not know what that reason is now, but you will. And so what I've have done and just seen is at, my, the, at the school I'm at right now, Auburn, you know, there's, there's so many students. It's so many. Why not be yourself? I mean, why not be yourself? If somebody doesn't like, you know, how, how you live your life, there's 29,000 other people that might, you know. Um, that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves. So I'm super glad you asked this question is like I've seen people that I've known went to high school with, um, or just seen at other high schools from where I'm from that are just a totally different person now. And, but the thing is, is they were so awesome and cool three years ago. Um, and so as a senior in high school, going into college, just, just be yourself. It's not worth changing your whole personality. Um, and you know, people are going to like you, you, you want somebody to like you for who you are. It would make you feel so much better about yourself than for somebody to like you and it's not who you want to be. Hmm. So that, that would be my biggest, uh, I guess, word of encouragement to somebody coming into college is just, just, just be yourself, just be yourself. And pe- more people will like you for being yourself than, than, than not. So. Yeah. I think that's true. And I think people know when someone is not being themselves or they're being, or they're, they're showing inconsistencies in, you know, in their personality. I mean, people pick up on that. Um, all right. So one more question. Your, your, your listeners here, uh, are high school seniors in the, 
uh, I'd say late fall of their of their senior year. What advice do you have for them uh, to finish out strong during their senior year before they even, you know, have graduation and move on? Like, what can they do right now during the senior year to kind of maximize that this this last year of high school? I would say to go ahead and because I have a little different perspective on the last part of of senior year, uh, considering the fact that. I didn't have one. It was cut off. And so I had to go at a little different aspect. Um, but for, for you guys that have just a couple more months um, of high school, uh, do everything. You just need to, you just need to go at everything full force. Um, you really, you just don't want to miss out on um, any of your senior activities and don't, you know, take anything for granted because think about it about, about five years ago, you were like, Oh my goodness. Like, I can't wait to graduate. Like, it's going to be so fun. College is going to be so fun. And then now you're like, oh, gosh, like I, I was in kindergarten class last week. Like where, like, where has time gone? And you're like, I could have done this. I could have done that. I should have done this. Go ahead and do these last, you know, seven months of school where you graduate and you're like, I did everything that I wanted to do. I did everything in high school that I could have done, should have done, and would have done. So then you don't have any any regrets going into college. Um, that's what I did um, in high school. I marked off everything. I wanted to do everything, uh, was involved, like he said. And, you know, I, I graduated. We graduated in on June 22nd, so it was a little late. But I had no no regrets of high school. I was It was a very fun time. And as soon as I got to Andalusia, um, I was the same person. I brought the same energy every day. I think I had more energy than the teachers on the first day of school. I was so happy to be there. And I think we had 12 people in class. Um, and um, so that, that's what I would, the advice that I would give to um, um, a senior as y'all are closing out y'all's last few months of high school was just, just go full force. Come on. Like it's, it's the greatest time of your life is the last part of senior year. Um, so yeah, just uh, go, go for it all. Um, but you really need to know is just who to keep first and, and, um, doing everything um, because what you do at the end of senior year is going to drag into your freshman first couple months in college. So if you're, if you're slacking right now in, in prayer and then reading the word, it's going to carry over you. This is the time as a high school senior to be your strongest. Like you, you need to, from what I've seen from myself and just peers, your strongest um, time that you need to be, closest to God is right now, right now. Because if you're not, you're going to get to college and that first Sunday you will be at church. And then that second Sunday you're not. And then you're like, oh, it's okay. We have, you know, uh, a party on Tuesday. So it's all good. I, and it just carries over. That That is also, I, I would say, a, a big fear is you get content and it just leads and leads and leads and just carries over. And then by the time it's been a year and you've been to church twice on Christmas and Easter. Um, so just go for it, but just realize who you need to keep first. Hmm. That's good. So I'm going to ask you, I said that was the last question, but I'm going to ask you a bonus question. Uh, and this will be maybe the last one. Um, what's God teaching you right now? Like, what are you learning? Uh, where are you on your journey uh, with him? And what what's he what's he teaching you these days? So God is teaching me right now um, that he has a plan. Uh, most of all my friends, you know, they're like, 
if somebody asks them what they're doing in their life, they're like, oh, I'm working here, here, got a job here, here, here. And right now, Jesus is telling me, because my mind has so many options that I would want to go um, in my career. And he's telling me, I had a, I would say a dream of a few nights ago, and it was just of a clock. Like it was just of a clock and I was so confused. And I woke up the next morning and basically, because all day I was just thinking about like, you know, what am I going to do? Like it's time is ticking. Like, what am I going to do? And all it was was a clock and it was going slow. It was going slow. It was going slow. And I woke up and I was like, I've never had a dream about a clock before. I was like, what in the world? And then it hit me. It was God saying, it's on my time. It's on my time. It's on my time as it was ticking. And I woke up and I don't think I've ever had a, as fun of a, a day of full of classes. Like I was like, it's, it's not in my control. It's in his control. So right now, that's probably the strongest thing that's, that's on my heart uh, from what he's telling me is that, you know, there's no need to worry. Um, as long as you keep him first, you stay, you know, in touch with him. Um, you know, prayer is, you know, you talking to Jesus and reading in the Bible is Jesus talking to you. And so I think it's like a two-sided kind of a relationship on that aspect of you talking to him and then him talking back to you. Um, but that, that's, that's where I am right now. I'm, you know, trying to get more and more involved. We got a running small group that's getting kicked up next Friday, Friday's mornings at 6 a.m. <coughs> and so, yeah, I'm just, I just want to also, it's kind of works with seniors in high school as well. It's just, just let, let God's timing do its work. It's all, it's all gonna, it's all gonna be a plan if you keep him first. It's all gonna work out. Um, but that, that's, that's really what's on my, on my heart right now, is that God's got control. Love it. I love it. Will, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Will. It's, uh, it's always a privilege, my friend. And um, thank you for sharing your heart and and your insight and your your story. Uh, with these uh, high school seniors that are listening. So, man, thank you. And, uh, you know, best of luck with you as long as far, you know, as you continue on uh, finishing out college. And I know uh, God does have uh, a huge plan for you. And so uh, I'm excited to see that um, all kind of work itself out. Yes, sir. Well, I appreciate you having me on, Mr. Tommy. It was a pleasure. We hope you enjoy the Launch Mission Podcast. If so, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and also share this episode with a friend. For more about the Launch Mission Ministry, this podcast, or any of the resources mentioned, go to thelaunchmission.org and visit us on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook.